No Jumper, coolest podcast in the world, and I'm here with my man, Dax. How you feeling, Dax? You know what time it is, eh? I gotta, I gotta, you know what I gotta do. What you gotta do? Man, it's your boy, Dax, and we back at it like a bad habit. If you want something, better go grab it in today, baby. <laughs> you sick motherfucker. We finna make a big play. Come on. You're better at that than I am, for sure. Oh yeah, you should be on the thing, radio. Man. That's my thing. Wow, it's gonna make me millions one day. So how you uh, feeling? You had a little bit of a, a eventful weekend. A, a lot of news outlets posted you that had never posted you before. Man, it was crazy. <laughs> a lot of people who I'd been trying to, you know, talk to for a long time, posted me about, you know, whatever that situation was. And mm. I mean, it, it, is, it is what it is. But yeah. Okay, so let's go back in time to you are just going on Twitter and you see the Tory Lanez tweet that says basically that he wants smoke. He wants to battle people. Yeah, I thought it was dope, man. I was like, you know, that's what, you know, competitive rap, and I've always wanted to be involved in that. You know, I'd seen a bunch of people make diss tracks. Uh, i seen, like, some of, even in the past, I saw my boy Jag make one. Just a bunch of people. Then I saw, obviously, the battle between him and Joyner. Well, that was fun. The thing yeah. with Don Q was, yeah. I, I mean, to me, kind of one-sided, but uh, that was fun. Yeah, it's all fun, all fun. Yeah, and so you were like, fuck it, I'm going to jump in on this. Yeah, I thought it'd be dope, you know, just a challenge, you know. I'm an upcoming rapper, you know, so I love Nice little challenge. Okay. And so then did he reach out to you once you... Yeah, initially, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think, you know, I got a crazy fan base, you know what I mean? So they get wild. So as soon as I said I was doing it, they probably, they went and told him, you know, all that type of stuff. So right. he reached out to me. And said basically, like don't he, do he it. wasn't in the mood, but he's like, basically, if you say the wrong thing, then, you know, it'll end in more than, uh, you know, diss tracks. And I was like, okay, well, mine's not even personal like that. I don't really mention anything out of the, I thought, out of the hands. So I was like, we cool. Right. And yeah. so And I asked him, I actually I generally asked him in the DM, I was like, if you really don't want me to post it, like let me know. Right. But he just left me on scene. And you like from my perspective, typically when you do like a diss track, there might yeah. be a couple of lines for the person, but for the most part, you use it as like a lyrical exercise to oh, just yeah. for me, it's like a show lyric, what you're into. When, exactly show what I'm doing. You know, what I mean I always look at diss tracks like a double, you know, a double way. It's okay, let me speak on that a little bit and then also show my lyrical ability. Because you diss like a bunch of people that you clearly when I interviewed you like a month ago, you made it clear like I don't I don't have a problem with KSI. It was yeah, just I have, a, it was I have an no, opportunity. Yeah, I have no problem with anybody I diss. You know what I mean? I'm not, that's not the type of person I am. I don't waste time to hate people. I don't waste time to think about that. There's so many more other things in the world that are more serious. Mm-hmm. It's all just for the sport. So were you thinking about that when you made the actual diss track? Thinking about? The fact that he had told you, like, there's certain things that you shouldn't mention because then shit could get crazy? Yeah, and I was like, okay, mine's not even like that, so I didn't even, mm. you know. What do you think he was talking about? I don't know. I felt like maybe because he thought since I was from Canada that maybe I knew some like oh, undercover. Wow. But I was just like, nah, it's not like that. Maybe that's why he didn't have a sense of humor about it with you is just because he feels like, you know, it's like if a guy from your block has something to say about you, then that's a lot more serious. And given that you guys are both Canadians, even though realistically it's like gigantic country and you guys yeah, are not from like, anywhere near each other. Like I tell people at the end of the day, it, was, it wasn't that serious. You know, obviously it escalated to what it shouldn't have, but I, I, didn't, I don't hold no grudges. I'm not mad at anybody. We don't got time for that. You know, I just, I think what happened happened. I'm happy it ended the way it did. Okay, but so tell and, us about, uh, what was it, Friday or Saturday? Did you have uh, any idea that there might be drama unfolding when you no, went to the show? No, I had no idea. I, I went to, I performed at Viper Room. I really had no idea. I, I, I went there with my roommate and his girlfriend. Right. And so I was just, I was opening up for, I think, Ashley all day. She dropped something. 
Right. I seen her tweet about it saying, Did she really? She tweeted like, holy shit, Tory Lanez just came and fought one of the openers at my show. What the fuck? Wow. That's crazy. (laughs) Shit. So she she said it. Damn it. I interviewed her years ago. Oh, wow. Shout out to her. Someone someone told me she was like that. She's like, they've known her. She's been at it for a while. Yeah, yeah. She's been doing it for a long time. She's, uh, she messes with the bass god. Mm. He's like been instrumental in her career at some point. I don't know. I don't know. She's still cool. He's a legend. Oh, the biggest legend. Yeah. Man. Wow. Shout out to the bass god. So, okay. you, You perform at the show. And then what happens? Oh man, so I perform at the show, and then I just remember like talking to like Dice Soho, and all of a sudden, just like boom, I get hit, and I'm just like, shit, what the fuck's going on? While you're still inside the show, yeah, while I'm still inside there, you know, like like her tweet, she already said it, boom. So I'm started getting hit. I'm like, damn, I'm on fire. So I'm like looking, I just see a bunch of like big ass niggas. So I start backing up, and now I'm like swinging, like pushing. And then I get up and I get out. Like, I was God's grace, I got out. Right. Yeah. And so then what happens once you're outside? Then I sprint and then motherfuckers chase me. And then people know the rest of the story. And so you had no idea that this was Tory Lanez's goons running up on you? Honestly, I, I don't know who. I don't know who. I didn't see no faces when I got jumped inside there. So I don't know who did it. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm not going to speak on shit. But I is that know, the but... first thing that, w- that your brain went to is like, this must have been Tory's people? <sighs> no, or... that, that, wasn't, that wasn't my first thought because I was like, yo, it's Grammy week. And I just did like a little 15 minute set. I didn't even really advertise it. Mm. I put it in my story, but I was like, in my head, I was like, there's no way I'm about to show up to this show with like my roommate and his girlfriend and I'm about to get, mm. you know, I'm about to get, try to, my brother's try to kill me. So yeah. <laughs> beat me up. So, so you, this whole little situation happens. And then all of a sudden, what, like does, does the, the SUV or whatever with Tori just creep up on you? And then that's where the video starts that we see or what happens? So like I go, boom, I turn the Warner whoop, whoop, and then sh- Thing pulls up. Now I'm running. Boom, 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 boom. Dudes run after me. Boom, boom, boom. I'm on the floor at one point. I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. I'm on the I'm on the floor and I'm like, yo, this is not that serious. I calmed down like crazy. And then like everyone else calmed down. Cause like I calmed down so much that I felt like they calmed down. You actually said this is not that serious? Yeah, I was like, dog. Over a diss track? <laughs> and like everyone calmed down, like super calmed down after I was just like that. Cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fighter. Like, you know, I mean, I defended myself inside the club and got out, but I'm not here to like, I'm not going to fight as this many dudes as one person. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I'm there on the floor. And it's like, dog, over a diss track. And then they're like, they sort of calm down too. And then boom, boom, some other stuff happened. Boom. They get, they leave and come back and get the video. Really? Yeah. So what was your feeling though when that video started? Did Tori say anything off camera? He was just like, he was just like, come here. Come, Dax, come here, Dax. Well, this shit's not gonna be over, like you said on the video. Right. And I was at this point, I was like, fuck. I was like, dog, I was like, bro, I'm trying to go home, bro. He's like, Dax, come in. I'm like, dog, bro, I'm hungry, dog. Yeah. And then I walk to the car, and that's when you see me on the car, like tired as shit. Just like, fuck. Right. Yeah. And so what was going through your head when he was like telling you to apologize? Because that must this have This is felt what like was a... going through my head. And I Obviously, think you're not the... really sorry. So that, that's the hey, first I mean? important thing. This is what's going through my head. I've always told myself, like, I'm never gonna let social media make me make dumb decisions mm. you know i had done getting hit in the club i had already sprinted a half fucking marathon so i'm like yo i'm tired i'm trying to go home eating tinder swipe g <laughs> you know what i mean so i'm there i'm just like man shit okay the world wants me to be a be a be a big dude and be like nah fuck you but i'll be like you know what i gotta go home to my family and shit i'm like all right bro my bad mm. say sorry all right bro sorry and then the shit was over right and I encourage anybody in that situation to do the same thing. I'm going to teach my son the same thing. Because at the end of the day, man, social media is convincing too many people to act tough when they don't need to. And the same people that are telling you to 
act tough for the same people who will be saying R.I.P. Mm. And that, oh, he should have just let it go. Right. So I always tell people, man, never get confused by social media. So I just did what I had to do, got into the situation. And we cool now. Mm. I have no grudges. I hope he doesn't. Just, man, it's all love. What do you think about his handling of the situation, though? Because from my perspective, it's like... I, I think just because of the space that Tori has put himself in, where he's doing these diss tracks and where he's, you know, having fun with it and stuff, it just doesn't it doesn't feel sporting to me to then turn it into violence. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to speak on for me because I'm just such like I don't I'm a, I'm a non-holding grudge type dude. Mm. So literally, as soon as that car pulled off and it was done, I was done with it. That's another reason why I think it was kind of fucked up is because nobody's looking at Dax like Dax is some killer that's putting himself out yeah, there with no. guns. And there's a million rappers who take photos with guns. You don't do that. It's just you make it pretty clear. Like, I'm a rapper and I'm not putting myself out here as some crazy gangster. I don't rap yeah, about that not, stuff. That's not my MO, man. I started off as a spoken word poet. I used to do motivational speaking in schools and shit like that. So it's a totally different like just realm I feel like I'm in. But yeah, I'm just honestly, I'm thankful that it didn't go as far as sometimes those situations go. I'm thankful that, you know, they didn't take it further. I'm thankful that I didn't take it further. I'm thankful mm -hmm. that it was able to be put out to the world and people can see that you can still be a dope-ass rapper and do whatever the fuck you want to do, but you don't got to be this nigga that social media wants you to be, and they want me to be that. They, You know, they want me to be that. Oh, nah, nigga, fuck you. Mm -hmm. They want me to be that. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting my ass beat on camera, mm -hmm. and now they're still laughing at me. But, you know, so I choose not to be that person. I choose not to succumb to any uh, social pressure, and I choose to, you know, do the right thing. You know, it was crazy because when I found when I saw that video of you just a few hours earlier, I'd been hanging out with another rapper and he's much more of like a gangster rapper. He's like 17 or whatever. And we had been talking about a different situation in which a rapper got uh, robbed and has chain took and stuff. And this, the rapper was saying to me, he's, you know, he was just doing this whole rant of like, you know, when you're 16, 17, like, nah, ain't nobody taking my jewelry. If somebody came, put the pistol to me, I'm ready to die before I give up my chain, blah, blah, yeah. blah. And I, I was sitting there thinking like, I might have said some dumb shit like that when I was 16, too. Yeah. But now I'm 35, and realistically, if I was in that exact situation you were in, I would be like, my bad. Exactly. And, and like, I was, I, was just, I was just telling Brittany this. I was like, you know what? I watch a lot of, like, older men. You know what I mean? Like, I, even now I watch Diddy. I watch Jay-Z. I watch all these guys. And they're all about bringing peace, mm. you know, bringing the community together. And I've always told myself, I'm not going to wait until I'm 40 to calm down. Mm, I like that. You know, like, why can't I be this nigga now? Mm. So, you know, like I have no no ill harm to anybody. What happened, happened. It's a good learning lesson for a lot of upcoming rappers, I think. I feel like that is a, a revolutionary thing to happen to hip hop. What happened? Mm. A motherfucker apologized to a nigga for a diss track. Mm. That's some legendary shit. But I mean, the way the way the situation's playing out, I think that, you know, yeah, you do have some percentage of people or whatever that are acting like you're a bitch or whatever yeah. for that. But I feel like you almost have more people who are acting like the situation doesn't seem right to them. They just yeah, think it I was kind of silly how it played out. Yeah, because any anyone who has half a brain and, and saw the video obviously knows that wasn't the whole situation. Mm. My chains are gone. I'm sitting there breathing. Like, there's obviously more to it. So, I, you know, the 2% the of people who are telling me that I'm a bitch probably have never even been in a fight before. Mm. Probably have never even thrown a punch. Right. And probably would have shit themselves in that situation. Mm. So, I just, you know, I don't pay attention to all the fluff. And the whole, the whole silly thing about it, too, is that if you were some dude who was rolling around with a gun or you were some dude that needed 10 of his friends to go to a show or whatever, it's like then you maybe would have had a better chance of avoiding that. But, like, myself personally, I go to a rap show all the time me and like one or two of my friends and it's like i'm definitely in a position where somebody could try to punk me try to do whatever yeah. but it's like at the end of the day are you so worried about somebody clowning you or somebody getting the best you in a situation like that that you're then going to move completely differently just because of the tiny chance that somebody's yeah. going to try to make an example out of you or whatever yeah i mean obviously i gotta you know i can't just 
move like that anymore. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Show up to a show with my roommate and his girlfriend. But um, definitely something to think about for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely something to think about. There's a degree of just being responsible about your yeah. own safety versus like just living your whole life in this completely oppressive fashion. You yeah, know? but I, th- I, th- I thought about this too. I was like, you know what? If I probably had a bunch of dudes on me, that situation could have ended a lot worse because mm. now it's just a big ass brawl. Yeah. And now other people are getting hurt and you don't know if people have weapons. You don't know what happens. So I'm like, you know what? God really, I feel like made that happen for a reason. Mm. And I think it was not only, and like some, for something like that to go viral. Right. You know what I mean? I, I saw shit on everywhere. So it's like, I really think it was put there for a reason. And I'm really embracing being an advocate for being that nigga who is like, okay, I said sorry, but I'm still that nigga though. Mm. And I still make dope ass music. One of the best rappers out lyrically. And I feel like music making wise anyway. So I still feel like you can be that, but you don't got to be like what social media wants you to be. And mm. I refuse to let, you know, and do that to me you know honestly like i've seen that kind of i've seen a bunch of different situations over the past couple of years that i feel like have started to change the way that people think about a video of somebody taking an l like the biggest example to me was when x got knocked out on stage and it was just like I can imagine a situation 10, 15 years ago where just not getting knocked out on stage would just, that's the end of your career. Like nobody's going to fuck with you after that because it would have been such a big deal having a video like that out there. That shit happened to X and it was totally obvious that it was like a completely unfair sucker punch while he was in the middle of really singing this like deep song or whatever. And I never felt like anybody like really, you know, maybe you saw comments of people fucking making fun of him or whatever, but it never felt like that affected his standings at all. Yeah. Whereas I think in previous generations of rap, it definitely might have. I feel like there's so much. We have access to such information that we just don't think of rappers as superheroes the same way as we used to. And I I agree that it's kind of like a good teaching moment in a sense because you get to sit out here and be like, yo, I'm a man. I'm like a humble man that cares about things aside from acting tough. Yeah, exactly. I just that stuff's all fake. I was talking. It's like this. It's like if that camera wasn't there. Let's say that camera wasn't there and I wasn't on camera. Mm. No one would have known. Yeah, it's only be word of mouth. Mm. The only reason that situation is looked at differently is because now social media is here and it's put on camera. Mm-hmm. So I always tell myself like I'm not gonna act different just because a camera's on me. Mm-hmm. It's like you know some people might be like oh this or that, but at the end of the day, my mom calls me because she heard about the situation through the grapevine. Mm. First thing she says to me, she's like, "Let's pray for him." When my car got like burnt down, she's like, oh, well, it was supposed to happen. Let's get you a new car. So it's like coming from a lady like that, let's say I would have fought him all some dumb shit. Now she's like, now she's crying. So I'm just always just like put things in perspective. You know what I mean? It's like that situation didn't need to go any further than it did. And that's why, honestly, I still fuck with Tori. And mm. I love that nigga's music. We went back to the club and his music was playing. I still bop my head. I forget what song it was. I think it was that new one with the, with the with T-Pain or some shit like that. But, you know, it's like I have no ill will towards man because at the end of the day, I'm happy it didn't go further than it did. Mm. And they did just drive off. Yeah. Because, I mean, I would like to hear his side on why he felt like that was an appropriate response because it seems like such an outsized response to me. That would be an interesting conversation. I mean, if he's smart, he probably won't acknowledge it. Yeah. I, just, I guess he's I just, really not scared of a lawsuit because he put that video out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, you know, I wouldn't even do it. It's not, to me, it's just not that serious. Mm. You know, like it, it just it's, – to me, it's just – it's. It's a great story. Mm. It's a comical little story that I'll be telling my kids when I'm when I'm 80. Not my kids, probably my grandkids. But right, yeah. yeah. I mean, so do you see it? I feel like you're the type of person where anything that happens in your life is potential fodder for making a new viral hit. Does this stand out to you as that, or how do you, you know you what's crazy? 
I got I got this song called All Night Long where I go, Tory Lanez in my line, you an animal. And I say that in the song. So it's like crazy that I actually got to like meet him and shit like that. You know what I mean? Not, I was <laughs> like, I, I, I spoke that shit into existence for real, for real. Right. So just like, and then I got this one song called No Cap. And like, see me in the street, hang out action, nigga won't be, put it in the caption. So it's like, it's funny how like, you know, that shit like. I really do believe whatever you say in your songs and because like we as artists listen to our songs so much and like repetition is such a powerful thing and like speaking your mind to existence. Like if I listen to a song that I just make a hundred times and I'm always singing those lyrics, mm. there's more likely that shit's going to happen. Right. So that's why I always tell artists, man, be careful what you put in your songs. And a lot of times people don't get that these days because the way we listen to music has changed so much in the sense that, you know, the other day, my fucking uh, my my Wi-Fi was out, so uh -oh. I listened to a future purple. I listened to the future purple rain mixtape like ten times over the course of like two days because I just didn't I couldn't play music otherwise, and I was just like, man, like this is just such a weird experience for me to be listening to a mixtape from like three four years ago, wow. and I'm listening to it ten times, 10 and I've already listened to it fucking thirty times when it yeah. came out or whatever. You never go back to people's catalogs. You never listen to something over and over and over. But rappers do that with their own music. with their own music, and that's why it's so dangerous. That's why I be telling people every single thing I've ever said in my songs about manifesting and things I'm gonna do comes true, because I listen to it so much. Mm. So it's now in my mind for it to like. That's why people always like yo. Why is this nigga always talking about how he's a fucking janitor and he came up from that shit? I said, because I know the power of me listening to that song over and over again. Mm. And whatever I say in that song is going to happen. So I put, I'll, I keep, I'm going to use the janitor shit for the next 50 to 100 songs mm. because I'm not going back there. So it's like, I'm going to, you got to, you got to keep speaking it. And once you start forgetting that shit and you start changing your music, your life changes with your music. Definitely. So it's like, I, I'm just aware of all that shit. It's funny too, though, because I'm sure that exactly 0% of your 1 million YouTube subscribers give a shit about this. Or they might give yeah, a shit. They might be concerned, yeah, but they're, they're concerned, not yeah. hating, you know? But I always try to, I, I like to say this shit because it's like, I know a lot of them are wondering how I've done what I've done. So I always like to make sure I give those little tidbits about this is how Dax thinks. And this is how Dax has created this, you know, inconceivable fucking motherfuckers on no jumper. Mm. God damn it. So it's like multiple times multiple, in a relatively short what? period of time. Short, you know what I mean? So it's like I try to tell them how this shit happened. It's like mm. it's not nothing's by accident. So, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, anyone for the record, anybody who doesn't know that much about Dax and is just paying attention to this scenario, aside from his music, if you were to go check out his interview that we did very recently, it's also a very good uh, guide. Thank you. Yeah. So uh, what else you got going on in your life? I know it's not, oh, not probably not man. too much has changed over the course of the past few weeks, but yeah, no, not, not too much has changed, man. A lot of great things have been happening to me music wise. I've really taken a great um, step into like this mainstream, you know, music and it's a slow process, but it's a, it's a, it's a great process. And what I've really learned the most is just like this whole social media thing, you know, is really a crazy um, just world. And it's hard for an artist because they're pushing artists to be this way so much and it's like you don't have to be but it's like the all these all these people that are pushing you to be this way are the same ones who are going to be telling you stupid for being that way when shit fucks up right you're talking about like sort of music industry people telling you no nah, no nah, music to... not necessarily music industry people just like you, you go on my post look at all the kids who are like oh you should have done this done that done that done that you know what i mean it's like they're, they're pushing like this narrative that you need to be this mm. And that's like fucking so many people up, you know? So it's just like dealing with that has been such a cool experience because I've always been on the outside like, yo, this is what's happened to all these niggas. Now I'm that nigga. It's trying to happen too. And it's like, it's, I think like that's like the, that's what people call selling your soul. It's like these pressures that they're putting on you and they don't even know they're the ones doing it. 
Right. And they're telling you not to sell your soul, but they're putting these pressures on you. That's the hardest so thing like, is yeah. for you to like stay so confident in who you are and true to yourself exactly. enough that you're able to to navigate these seas without losing part of yourself. Exactly. And that's been such an interesting process for me, man, just trying to stay the way I am. So but it's been enjoyable though. Yeah. You know, it is crazy when there's a lot of times when things happen to other people and you're observing it from the outside and then it eventually happens to you. Mm. And it's like, you've observed it happen so many times that you have a completely different perspective on it. Exactly. Like in the sense that I, I, I remember at times seeing people lose followers on Twitter or Instagram and thinking like, damn, that's crazy. And yeah. then it finally happened to me for like a period of time. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, like that's, it didn't hurt me. It just was like, oh, now I'm navigating that same shit that I've like watched other people exactly. go through, you know? Exactly. And I just always tell people, man, I say, I tell myself, I'm not a hashtag. Mm. So I've seen shit happen to a bunch of different people. I say, Dax is not a motherfucking hashtag. You know, I'm not going to let you, I'm not going to let you people behind a, a little screen convince me to do some dumb shit. Mm. You know, so. So do you feel like there's pressure for you to come really extra hard with your next song just because it probably will get a certain degree of more attention? Oh, the next song is hard. It's, it, I got this song called My Last Words. It's been made for a while now, and it's it's crazy. I, I don't think there's a... I mean, I don't put the pressure on myself, but mm. I, I, you know, I think it's dope that people put that pressure on me because I think I have the ability to, to, you know, achieve that goal. You got to put the pressure on everybody who posted about the fight situation yeah. needs to fucking post your new music. Oh, yeah, for Those sure. Those are the man. rules. It's crazy. I've had so many people reach out to me, so many mothers, so many fathers being like, yo, what you did in that situation, like, could you come speak to our school and talk to these, like, these youth kids about, like, how to act in situations like that because they're placing them every day? Because like, I used to do motivational speaking, like, back in yeah. Wichita, Kansas. And the first thing I'd always ask, like, these little niggas when I'd go to, like, these Wichita schools is be like, who are you flexing for? Right. Like who, bunch of who, broke motherfuckers. Yeah, who, who, is it you're, who is it you're flexing for? Who, 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 is, who is it that you're standing up and showing that you're a man for? Mm. You know, and that and they always ask themselves, like, damn, it's really for these motherfuckers who don't even, like, pay my bills or care for me anyways. Mm. Probably won't even be at the funeral. Yeah. So it's like, I, I, love, I, love, I love to be put in the situation that with this happening, being able to show people, like, damn, this is what I would do, and I did it. So I'm happy with this situation. God is good. No, definitely. I mean... Yeah, it's crazy to think about, but that's definitely true. Like, yeah, blowing my mind. Thank you, sir. What else you got going on coming up? Oh, man. I'll tell you, I want to say one thing. I'm really happy to be here, man. Really? I really I really love coming here. It's my second time. Oh, I appreciate that. My goal that. is to come here at least throughout my career 10 to 15 times. 10 to 15 times. I mean, I'm certainly down because I, I love doing like a real in-depth hour and a half whatever interview but then also like just getting to have people pop in and like update us on certain things love oh, yeah. that too that's super fun so yeah man I, what else is going on with dax man let me talk to the people what's going on with dax 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 is really just um enjoying i tell man being an upcoming music artist is the most interesting job in the world really? i get the most i got the most interesting and obscene text messages calls dms videos sent to me where i'm just like man People are really thinking this shit. Right. So it's the most interesting job. And, and to watch how, because it's not me changing, it's the people around me changing. Mm. But it's like, they're they're telling me, oh, you're changing. But I'm really just like, no, y'all are changing. Really? So it's so like interesting, you know? It's like, wow. That's very interesting. Um, yeah. In what way, though, do you think that they think that you're changing? They think I'm changing in the terms of that, like, oh, man, you don't talk to me like you used to. Oh man, I see. I see. Oh, your ego's getting inflated. Oh man, um, man, your music's changing. Do you think you're in any way blind to the changes that are occurring within yourself, or do you think that? 
they're just confused. Um, I mean, I try to always look at myself from like a, a third person party, like, you know, a guy sitting on the bleachers. What would you think of Dax? And I think there has been moments where I've slipped up because mm. I'm human. You know what I mean? I've def there's definitely been some, <laughs> some, some bad <laughs> moments, you know, right. but I've, I've recovered because I'm human. You know what I mean? So, but I think like a lot of the times I feel like the people around me are changing and it's sort of like hurt. You know, I've had a lot of people I don't deal with anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Because like just things change. So I mean, if you're lucky enough to stay the same, then everybody's going to change for sure. Because yeah. everybody starts expecting different things, and like you, it's, you always have to keep in mind that their desires are different over time too. That like they might have been happy being somebody who's just kind of along for the ride, and then over time, people start to feel like they want to have a more you know established role yeah. in whatever they're doing in life and shit. Yeah, yeah. And that's why when you see a rapper and they've been in the game for ten years. And they still got their OG homie around them, like one guy, two guys, or whatever. It is so rare, and it really stands out. Wow, you know? Yeah. Like I remember one time Joe Budden before he had this whole like renaissance where he came back in the game as a a, a podcaster or whatever. At a certain point, he went and did like this New York rap radio show, and then afterwards, I saw Peter Rosenberg, and he was like, cause "It went very badly. It's actually oh, really shit. good to watch if you ever want to catch up on no, it." But Peter. he was basically like, Peter Rosenberg was like. All those dudes around him, I've never seen those dudes around with him before. And I remember thinking, like, wow, that is quite the indictment of a person. But then yeah. also, it's like, realistically, if you're a rapper and you've been rapping for 20 years, what are the odds that your OG homies are still yeah. going to want to roll with you? Yeah, people get kids, They're going to have kids. <laughs> They're going to get a job at the Iron Mill yeah. or whatever, you know? And we're actually, more realistic for this day and age, like the Amazon processing Amazon. center. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's a crazy, it's crazy game, and it's like I never thought I was gonna be a rapper, which is why it's so interesting to just like even have these thoughts now. So yeah, I mean, I definitely think you're the kind of person that's gonna be able to take any kind of negative energy. Like you can totally, you can imagine a lot of rappers taking this as a wholly negative experience. But then when I think of as soon as it happened, and I was thinking about it, I was like. Ah, Dax will be all right. He'll be able to spin this in a good way. Yeah, this is fine. You know, what I mean, it's always it's always good for me because I because like you said, like it just it just is me. So it's like you know, I'm not gonna take it. And my mom did it. She said, "Let's pray for him. Let's pray for him." So I'm happy. If she's happy, I'm happy. And you're already like just showing it in a positive light in the sense that I mean, we don't think about it that often. But like I remember being a 13, 14 year old kid and getting you know getting into fights on the way to school, yeah. that kind of shit. And you can only imagine how much more intense it is in like real urban environments where dudes yeah. are kids getting beat up getting threatened on the way to school whatever and so i think that you know that video was kind of good just in the sense that it shows kids that you don't have to act like a superman to exactly man to be a man especially man especially for young black men out there man it's like they they like i'm not gonna say like even even like the black community does it to our own black men too but like they want us to just act a certain way you know never back down type mm -hmm. bullshit when it's like nah man sometimes you just gotta chill and make the right decision that's all it is, man. It's not. It's not. It's not a knock on your. It's not a knock on your character. It doesn't mean you lesser of a man. You just and like and people can't like people got to know this is the type of nigga Dax is. I made a song called "She Cheated Again" where I opened up about this shit I'm doing. I have no problem with like breathing mm. and being like, "What the fuck should I do here?" Okay, this is what I'm gonna do. Bet you're a strategist. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, like, it's not, and it doesn't make me any more less of a man. If anything, I think it makes me more of a man, honestly. And I think, I think. The response, the majority of the response sort of agrees with that. You know, you see a lot of people reaching out and stuff. You know, I've had some crazy people just reaching out. There. I was like, well, I never thought I'd even talk to you. Really? Yeah, man. Mm, that's so, interesting. Yeah. Nah, I think ultimately, at the end of the day, you'll end up looking at it as like a positive moment in your career. Like a lot more people found out about me at that moment. Oh, and yeah. That's worth it at the end of the day, you know? Yeah, man. Just 
we're all just having fun out here, man. Definitely. Yeah. All right. Dax, much love, bro. Me, Appreciate you coming through. Ah, my hands fucked up. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> oh, damn. You got big ass band aid and shit. Yeah. All Keep right. One for the team. <laughs> for, the, for the internet. <laughs> for the- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I appreciate you, man. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Everybody go listen to Dax and listen to No Jumper. Subscribe, comment, like, etc. Appreciate y'all. Well,